Welcome to the Flying Solo Podcast, a show for those going it alone in business. If you're working solo or have dreams of starting up, you'll find support, inspiration and advice at Australia's largest and liveliest small business community. Find us at flyingsolo.com.au or join us on Facebook. Here's your host, Robert Gerrish. Hi, and welcome to the Flying Solo Podcast. It's good to have you here again. Now, look, if you're enjoying the show, please leave us a little review on iTunes and maybe start a discussion, whether on Flying Solo, on Facebook, on SoundCloud, or indeed straight into my podcast inbox at podcast at flyingsolo.com.au. Now, Shireen Strawn helps individuals and companies bring out their unique brand voice through content and videos. As a TV producer, she knows how to bring out the best on camera and let people feel relaxed and powerful. So, hello, Shireen. Come on, let's help some people make great little movies. What do you think? Absolutely. I love making videos, and I know that for a lot of people, it's a really scary prospect, but it's certainly the way to go if you want to communicate fully with your audience. So okay. I'd love to help out. Brilliant. Well, look, I guess you've, you've kind of asked, answered already the first question I was going to ask you, which is, you know, really, why should we bother? Why do we need to make videos? I mean, you know, what's, what's the real benefit of having a video on our site? Okay, so I've got a mental picture for you there, which oh. is that when you're communicating with people through your website or your social media, if you're not using a video, it's kind of like talking to people with a paper bag over your head. And it may be a really nicely decorated paper bag and it might look lovely, but you, you've still got that barrier because people can't see your face. But more than that, they can't see the expression in your eyes, the the warm and um, and inviting way that you have when you're talking to people face-to-face about your business. Because let's face it, most people who are small business owners are doing it because it's something they love. Mm. And it's really hard to get that across in, unless you're actually talking to them face-to-face. Well, video is the be- next best way of talking to them face-to-face. Well, yeah, uh, of course, I guess it is. But I... I and. Um... I suppose we've we've both seen, you know, we've all seen plenty of pretty mediocre videos on people's sites where because it's I totally take your point that it's a great way to get it across. But also, isn't there a bit of a trap there where creating a video these days is really easy? You know, we press a button on our computer and suddenly we're recording a video. I mean, there's got to be some things we really need to do to get it right though, yeah? Absolutely. So it's a case of the... Uh, what's that expression about prior preparation and planning and I can't even remember the rest of it but the preparation part is the most important part for Mm. me so people basically they need to think about what is it the first the question is what is it that I want to do with a video am I just doing a video because everybody tells me that's what I should be doing right if that's the spot you're in take a take a little while to think a little bit more about that what's actually in it for me to create a video not just to satisfy everybody who says I should be doing it is there something I could get out of it and I think one of the ways that you can work that out for yourself is to do a little bit of um, investigations of 
companies that are very similar to you that are using video, mm. have a look at the ones where you feel that they're using it and it's working really well for them. Maybe take a few notes of what it is that you like about it. It might be the way that they've um, filmed it in a setting that works really well for the message that they're putting across. And then flip side, have a look at the ones that you think don't work and I'll hazard a guess and say that for the most part, the ones that you think don't work are those that follow a real template mm, because okay. there are lots of templates of how to do things these days and video is no different. And people will tell you that if you just follow the dots, you'll end up with a video for your site and you're right, it's right, you will end up with a video for your site, but mm. does it really say what it is that you want? It to say about you that's interesting so you're saying that in, in in this instance you know following a particular sort of pre-written structure what what does it do what's the damage that that does is, is that the piece that kind of kills the personality i think it is and I there's absolutely nothing wrong with following a, um, a structure. I'm a real systems and processes person. I love systems and processes because I actually think there's a lot of freedom. If you follow a process and or a system, you can then you're following that at the same time as you freed yourself up to think about how can I add in the layers mm. that will actually be me. Okay, I'm actually feeling like I'm starting to sound a little bit waffly now. So let me just come <laughs> back to the specifics, which is get a template by all means. But before you get a template, decide why am I making the video and who is my audience? Who okay. am I talking to? Mm. So know your audience, know the people that you're talking to, know what it is that you want to tell them in the video. But a step further back from that, know that one liner about your business. You know, the one that we all need to have, which is where we meet somebody and they say, what do you do? What's yep. your business all about? We've got that one liner that explains it really simply. And as far as possible, try not to use the jargon, that the industry jargon that seems to get thrown around with gay abandon mm. because that kind of language is actually, that's locking people out from your true message. So my message, my one-liner, is that I teach people, I show people and companies how to write for an audience and they might, and I want them to do it in a voice, a brand voice that really works for them, that sounds like them, doesn't sound like everybody else. Okay, so let me just stop with that. I'm going to do, I, you sent me a challenge. I'm going to do my utmost to disrupt your lovely plan that you've got all the way through this. I just... Oh, I like disruption. <laughs> <laughs> so I totally get, all right, yes, we need to be really clear on, you know, why we're doing it, who we're doing it for. And we need to have that sort of succinct way of talking about um, you know our products or services and our and clearly the audience that they're prepared for, but just winding back a couple of steps. Do you, with the experience that you've had in in TV production and and helping businesses with video production, for somebody listening who it might be one of those people who really doesn't love the camera, doesn't love that sort of focus. And there's plenty of people that, as we both know, I'm sure, that start their own business and actually really don't want to kind of be at the front that much. Um, do you, in your experience, do you, can you coax those people in? Do you think there is a way that we can all feel comfortable and relaxed with video? I'd really hesitate to say that there's a way for everybody to feel comfortable and relaxed, but I do think that there's a way for most people to feel more comfortable and the preparation is the key to that, knowing okay. why you're going to do a video and then knowing what it is that you want to say. 
I've worked with some people who felt really strongly that they needed a script and that they would simply read the script. What I try to encourage people to do is you know who you are and what it is that you offer. So keep that in the back of your mind. Second, what is this video for? Say you want to do an introductory video. This is me and this is my business. Mm. Okay, that's great. Have a couple of credibility points. I've for instance, me, I've worked in television for a long time and I I know how to not only do the preparation with regard to the script, but I also now know how to make people feel comfortable on camera. Okay. Then you have the, the, the key message that you want people to come away with, which really is that you can help them solve their problem or you can improve um, an aspect of their life that, that they're going to be coming to you for. If you've got that, the next thing to do is to, rather than write a script, keep that with you and just talk around it if you can. Okay. That's what I that's what I find more valuable because if people are talking to the camera, it's going to look a whole lot better than reading a script to the camera. Yeah, I think that's one of the ways that people feel really bad about what it is that they're doing on camera because it looks like they're reading a script and they mm. know it, but they don't know any other way of doing it. Mm. So if you think to yourself, well, I'm going to, I'm going to do a video, I'm going to do an introductory video, it's going to be about a minute, um, and then you just you keep your little anchor with you of the key messages that you want to give and you, you you do that in your video. Yeah, okay. And you touch a, a point there, and I know you, you've got a, a number of points here, and I know I have interrupted them, and we'll get back there in a sec. <laughs> I could talk all day about it. No, well, that's it, all right. Well, look, the <laughs> danger is so can I, but I'll, I'll, I'll get us back on track, I promise. But you mentioned there an intro video of about a minute. I mean, um, let, why don't we hold this little conversation to that picture of that sort of video, an intro video. Is that about the right length of time? Is, is a minute enough? do you think in in most cases um okay so there's a trap with having uh there's there's a trap with sort of being really concrete about something because some videos some business owners would actually be better doing 30 seconds because because they can say it in 30 seconds and rather than feel that okay i've got to make a one minute video um, and I'm going to make one minute video regardless of how interesting it is or regardless of how much I've got to say for other business owners they've got a little bit more than than a minute that they need to be using so if you keep that as a, a rough guide I think probably between 30 seconds and a minute um, would be enough mm. um, but you know for some businesses there's there's a lot more to tell that the, the thing you don't want to do is confuse people and one of the things I always try and do when I'm writing something whether it's for um, text based or whether it's for video is I try and return to my key message by the end of it so it's nice and circular you start off with a message you tell them a little bit about it and then you return to that key message and then you let them know what it is that they can do next because Mm. I think that's really important one of the things that I have noticed with business owners is that they feel often very shy about selling. And I prefer to think of it as telling people what you do so they have the opportunity to benefit from what you do. 
people feel that they don't want to sell their stuff as if they're having to force it on people. Mm. But in reality, they're in business because they believe in what they have to offer. So if you think of it in terms of, I'm going to tell you what it is that I do, and I'm going to tell you what it is that you can do to take advantage of my offer, then it feels a little bit more comfortable. Yeah. And I guess it goes back to that very first point of yours is having the succinct way of talking about it. And as business owners, if we're not really clear what it is that um, people benefit from working with us, then you know we've got all sorts of problems, haven't we? Um, and making making videos is the least of our problems. But going going back to your your very your first point there about purpose and audience, um, I guess within that as well is is what's the purpose of the video and what's the call to action that you were sort of alluding to there? Because I think some videos I watch and on people's sites, I'll watch them and I think well. Okay, that was sort of interesting, but all you've really done is given me, you know, a paragraph that probably would have been written on as as your about me sort of page. Um, I don't know what to do with, you know, what I don't know what to do with what you've told me is often the feeling I come away with. But um, I guess what we should have is a very clear purpose. What action do you want people to take next? Is it downloading something? Is it ringing us? Is it talking to us? Is it exploring the website? I mean, we need to have that sort of mapped out, do we not? I think that's that's a really important point. And the, the value, in, in fact, I'm actually starting to think now, maybe it would be better if you started thinking about your video in terms of what you want people to do after they've seen it. Mm. So you've actually got the destination. You start with the end in mind. What do I want my audience to do after they've watched this video? So for somebody who has a, um, a product that people can buy, you'd give the... Um, the site that they would need to go to, you'd give them the uh, details of where they could go to find out more about that product. If it's a service, again, you give them details of where they can go to find out more about that service, what it costs and what it will do for them. I think start with the end in mind is a good approach. Okay. Why don't we move on to a little bit of, you know, how do we kind of work out what we need our video to look like? Now, I know, and I I should just make it clear to our listeners that you're not... Uh, a video technician you're not the audio and sound and lighting person you're the storytelling person really you're getting the content that's your that's your speciality isn't it so let's not go too technical but when when we think about um what we really want it to kind of look like what what sort of things do you think we need to take into account there yeah absolutely i um This comes back to your voice, your brand voice. What do you want? The personality of your brand needs to be backed up in the video. One of the things that I see quite often is that people are making videos and they're they're setting them in a setting that either is totally inappropriate. For instance, a, a video I watched of a woman who is a style consultant. So it's women and fashion and clothing and what you wear. Mm. And she said, she did an interview with somebody, a video interview, and she she was in her kitchen. And there are two things that that does wrong. It sends the wrong message. It conflicts with her message, Mm. which is that I'm all about the clothing and the style. And the other thing is a kitchen is a horrible place sound-wise because it's got all hard surfaces. So the sound's bouncing around and it sounds really awful. Mm. So think about the clothing that you're going to wear. If you're a an electrician, for instance, make sure that you wear the clothing that you would normally wear to go out to a job, but make sure it's clean right. and ironed and you're yeah. looking a bit, little bit sharper than you might do at the end of the day. Um, 
so clothing is important and there are there's so much information on the internet about how you can um, wear clothing that works for video mm. the right colors and so on stripes are not very good busy patterns are not very good um, so your setting, um, if you're, I mean, if you and I were doing a video interview, I would make sure that I was in my office and that what you could see behind me backed up the sort of person that I want to be seen as. Yep. So I might have books, I might have a poster that um, gives some kind of, I don't know, motivational quote or something. Um, and again, you can go to other people's websites and look at their videos and think about the way they've done it and whether or not that would work for you. Mm. The but other technical thing, Robert, that I would say is that sound is so important. Mm. I love pictures. I, I think the pictures are really important. But if you don't, um, if your sound is very um, tinny or it, it's just poor quality. People aren't going to watch through to the end of your, of your video unless you've got something really, really compelling. So I would certainly encourage people to find out a little bit more about maybe getting an external mic. If they're recording the video themselves, you can certainly do it with an iPhone these days, but you can get an external mic that will make it sound a whole lot better. Yeah, of course. Okay. And as you say, there's a massive inf information on the internet about that so that you can kind of perfect it. Also, just going back to one of the points you raised at the beginning about having ideally not reading off a script and having kind of short um, sound bites if you like or sentences that you can you can repeat and repeat comfortably I guess what we've all seen as well as a number of um, sort of editing options which I know we won't go into detail now where you can you know you can record sort of 20 or 30 or maybe 10 or 20 second snippets and then when you've kind of run out of that piece, you stop recording and you, then you record your next one and then they can be spliced together quite nicely, can't they? Or there's lots of effects that you can do. So it's not that we have to memorise a, a one-minute script, which is actually a lot longer and a lot harder than it sounds. We just need to have the, the key elements and be able to sort of snap those in, in nice little sections. Absolutely. The editing process is actually where the magic happens for, mm. for television and quite often for um, digital um, work as well. And you can, you can bring together you, some of your messages, you can actually put them on, um, uh, on little slides and use those as your little in-between points. Yep. Um, and, and so that's a terrific idea as well. The other thing that I would say to people is um, keep it interesting. And if it can't be interesting, keep it brief, which is where I can't come back to that thing of 30 seconds can be long enough as long as it's interesting. Uh, an, an additional 30 seconds, if it's just boring and you just say you're just going over the same ground, trim it back to your original 30. Yeah, okay. So look, should we have a look at um, script writing? Because I know this is this is absolutely your sort of area. So how should we approach that? You know, here I am, blank sheet of paper, want to make a video, maybe haven't done any script writing before. How do I start? Well, one of my favourite writers has a term that she uses. She calls it the ugly first draft. And she says, write the ugly first draft. Because if you give yourself the freedom to write horrible script to start with, you'll actually get started. But if you're thinking to yourself, it has to be perfect, this is really important, video is vital, I've got to come across really well, oh, my God, you're crushing yourself with expectation. Mm. Don't do that. Simply write your ugly first draft and then polish it from there. And the way you polish it is you you read it out loud. I, everything I write, I read out loud. 
So you read it out loud and you get the feel of it. Does it flow nicely? Do I feel that I'm telling people what it is that I wanted to tell them? Check with your anchor, which is your overriding message about your, your business and your key message for this video. Am I actually still on track with telling people those things? Hmm. Then think about the kind of language you're using. If it's the way that you would speak to a client or somebody that you're introducing to your business, that's terrific. If it's not, go back and trim out those words that aren't really the kind of words that you use. Make it an everyday conversation. It's your side of the conversation, but it's still a conversation. Yeah, and I guess that's the thing where we can... As you say, when we write that sort of ugly first script, we can also we can record that, whether we could just record it in audio, not necessarily in video, so that we don't start agonizing about how we look at that point. But we can just at least record it, then play it back and listen to it. And as you say, does it sound relaxed? Does it sound like, is it normal? You know, you can play it to a friend. Does this sound like me? Uh, it's amazing how how the personality of people can be so negatively impacted <laughs> once they record uh, whether video or or um, voice, isn't it? They, they can just lose all their spark, which is not Absolutely. what we want to do. Absolutely. And the other thing, Robert, that you can do to in order, this is just taking a step backward from the script writing, but mm. in order to get more comfortable around video, um, get the people in your life to video you doing stuff. So um, say you're a mechanic and you, um, you have a business where you're, you have access to, you probably got teenagers, you probably got a, an apprentice there who knows mm. all about how to use their their phone for, for doing videos. Get them to video you talking about what it is that you're doing. I'm just about to lift this so I can fix that and after that I'll do the other. Mm. And then watch it back and see where it is that you feel most comfortable and listen to the sort of language that you're using when you're explaining um, because we're actually so lucky these days. We are far more comfortable than we ever used to be with videos um, being taken of all sorts of things that we do and also photographs. So if you can actually take advantage of those opportunities and then watch yourself and suspend all judgment, please mm. be kind to yourself. We all hate the way we look and sound on video because it's not the way we look and sound in our head. But try and remove yourself from that be kind, as kind as possible and look at yourself a little bit objectively. How am I coming across? Is it the way I want to come across? And then use that when you're actually going to make the video that you want to put on your website. Hmm, okay. And I was just thinking I had a vision of the car mechanic there. And my personal plea would be if you are the car mechanic, please don't be all clean and tidy. I want to know that you're prepared to crawl under my car. So... I'd, I'd Absolutely. Like, I'd, and that comes back to your brand voice, doesn't mm. it? What is everything that you're presenting to people actually aligned with the voice, the personality of your of your business that you want people to see and feel and uh, become really um, connected with? Yeah. Okay. Let me just throw, uh, and I'm getting near to the end of our time, I know, but let me just throw something else at you let's just go back to that person who's listening to all of this and thinking maybe now even less likely to do a video than they were at the beginning because they're just intimidated by it look i'm just being very negative here so to that person how else can we have a video on our website that um that engages that attracts if, if we absolutely don't want to do it ourselves what are some other options that you think we might be able to use 
Uh, TV news and current affairs can give you a really good idea of how you might do this for yourself. So say we're watching a current affairs story and it's about, let's talk about the car mechanic. It's about the car mechanic and you'll see they'll do an interview, an on-camera interview with the car mechanic, but they'll also get um, vision of the car mechanic doing what it is they do under the hood, um, talking to people behind the counter. You'll have, you'll hear a little bit of what we call natural sound grabs which is where the you know somebody will walk into the store and the, the mechanic will say uh, oh good morning Mrs Smith yeah I've got your car ready for you so you can actually do that as a business owner if you mm. don't want to be on camera talking um, person you know face to face to the camera you can actually introduce your business to people via a video by just putting together a little montage of shots of how your video operates yeah how your business operates yeah and, uh, yes sorry your business okay. and presumably we can use testimonials i mean often we have customers that, that might be very happy to talk about what we do uh, a lot happier than we are to talk about it ourselves and i've seen that used pretty effectively yeah, testimonials are lovely. Mm. And and I do think that um, if you have a look at TV news and current affairs, you, you can actually see the way to do this and the way to use those, um, the way to get people to um, stand in a setting that is appropriate for your business. Um, you would have quite often you would maybe film them sort of from the waist up so that we can see their face really clearly because that builds trust. Testimonials are a great thing to use. Fantastic. And I, get, I mean, in your experience, when you've worked with small businesses that have done a video, do you find that they do they get kind of hooks? Do you find that they're, they're changing their videos frequently? Is, is this is this what you're, st you're starting to notice around the place? Do you know what? A lot of it can depend on how much time you've got because mm. it can be time consuming. So for a lot of people, they they've ticked the box. When they've got the video made, they can say, phew, we've got the video up there. But I think if they set it as part of their yearly plan to review it maybe uh, once every three months, is that video still working for us? Is there more we could be doing? And also to keep in the back of their mind looking out for little opportunities to put up other little video stories about their business that could really um, build trust and make those connections with their people. That can be a useful thing to do. But it does come back to time and, of course, money because um, there's the cost involved in having the um, resources to make your own video. Once you've got those, though, the time and the money aspect is more about the time that you have to take out of your business to do it. Fantastic. Well, look, I, I know we're... we're, we're accelerating towards a holiday period so hopefully this is a time when some people listening might get their cameras out their iphones or their whatever smartphone or whatever camera they've got and at least start practicing getting some footage and who knows what and hopefully uh, we'll see the new year start with masses more movies on small business websites so look thank you so much uh, shireen strawn for joining us so people who'd like to learn more of shireen and the work that she does uh, head to simply shireen strawn Dot com. That's simply, and then S-H-E-R-E-N-E, Shireen Strawn, S-T-R-A-H-A-N.com. Thank you, Shireen. Uh, enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for spending your time with us. Thank you. It's been an absolute pleasure. And that's where we'll leave this show from Flying Solo and your host, Robert Gerrish. We'd love to receive feedback, even a brief review for those listening via iTunes. 
If you're planning to start a business or rejuvenate the one you're in, check out our bestseller, Flying Solo, How to Go It Alone in Business. It includes everything you know about working on your own. And of course, we invite you to dive into the resources and supportive community at flyingsolo.com.au.